0: Welcome to Hivriya Cast, the podcast where I, Aladna Harai, speak with some fascinating and incredible creative Jews. Hello and welcome to... Our, am I being... Oh, I, I would tell you. <laughs> you would tell <laughs> <laughs> i am gotten in
1: this enough trouble. That's a good way to start. Wow.
0: That's so, kind of
1: i get into a lot of trouble for filming people without knowing yeah. them so i i would let you know that i was filming you
0: got it got it wow we've already started the interview i haven't even introduced you that's like impressive <laughs> welcome to season two episode four i believe um chani lisbon is my guest welcome chani thank you so much so thank good you for to having me you. yeah so good to have you i'm uh, excited I think you're my second, the second comedian we've had.
1: Oh, who was the first?
0: Actually, the first was the one who performed at the variety show with you, Mandy Pellin. Oh, I love him. He's great. He was fun. Did you know him from before? I've
1: only known him from afar. I didn't Mm. really like have a, I've never hung out with him like that. That was super fun for me.
0: Wow. Yeah. We were
1: never on the same show or anything.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I think that's one of the cool things about doing like these Jewish events. You get all these different kinds of Jewish people yeah together
1: yeah and i've been watching him for a while so i was so excited when i knew that he was going to be performing
0: oh wow yeah that's awesome and he was great
1: yeah he was so fun
0: and speaking of which you Mm. were also really great
1: oh thank you that was such a great night yeah Yeah, I had an amazing time. I mean, it's not every day you get to do comedy under a picture of the Rebbe, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was fun for me. Wow, unless you're Mandy Pellin, I guess. Right,
1: that's a different... I mean, I'm performing in clubs and like bars and stuff usually. Wow.
0: So how is that that different for you to perform for a Jewish audience? Um, Especially because we had some from people there, so that was... Everybody
1: was religious there.
0: (laughs) I think, yeah, most of them were. Um,
1: (laughs) I actually like it when the room is set up for people to pay attention, right? So that people right. were, like, ready to the, – the audience was captivated. It was like they were geared and prepped for me. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like a mm. room of music and, like, oh, everybody quiet. There's someone coming in because I've yeah. had that. So – because, you know, sometimes they're just a little unorganized. But it was actually an amazing event, and I, found, I felt really connected to the audience that night, I remember.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, because
1: um, – it was an intimate crowd, as maybe like forty people, right? Yeah. And um, I just felt like I can like hang out with them, not just tell jokes. I felt like comfortable. It was really great.
0: Wow, that's really cool. So for people who don't know, this is like a variety show that we do once a month we have Ria in Brooklyn, and Khani performed, and and you, and it was interesting how I found out. I think actually Dalia connected us, who's also been on this. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm curious what how you kind of. Found your way to us, I guess.
1: Um, how did you? Did you guys reach out to me?
0: Yeah, but I'm saying, how were you connected to? I guess, how do you like stay in touch with the from world? I guess, is oh, big question. That was the so, question I was like oh. actually asking. Okay, so I was <laughs> yeah. I'm, I
1: was brought up super from, like Chabad, and um mm-hmm. I've been living in Crown Heights for 16 years. Wow. So,
0: and you still live in Crown? Heights? I still live in
1: Crown Heights, and wow. yeah, and so I've always just been affiliated with and like, you know, Shabbos Meals, the High Holidays. I'm just I'm like around even though I'm not like quote unquote in the community. Right. I, I am though, right? Yeah. Um most of my followers on Instagram are like Orthodox housewives.
0: <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Is that true?
1: I think so. Or like single girls, you know. But like most of them are Jewish and Orthodox, and like from and.
0: How do they find out about you? I have no idea. That's I think
1: I think because there's not a lot of Jewish religion. I mean, quote, you know, like people who are from from background comedians. There's not that many of us, so I guess it's like, oh, the Jewish comedian.
0: Wow, and you're kind of like people know that you're
1: yeah from the
0: community. I mean, my
1: whole family is like super Lubavitch, so. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Got it. Wow, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah. And that's it's cool. only been in like the last year where even people started to know who I was or you know what you're saying, I was like, doing. Outside of that. Outside world. of like my friends right. knowing that I'm a comedian.
0: Wow. Yeah, really cool. it's
1: really exciting for me. Oh yeah? Yeah, I want to people to know up. that I'm doing comedy.
0: Yeah, that's cool. It's cool to see someone like I've got yeah, I can kind of see that you're making that leap from like open mics to Oh yeah. actual shows and yeah,
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which like for those who don't know that's a pretty Hard thing to do in New York, really hard. I think, yeah, to to actually like get paid for a show as opposed to having to buy a ticket and then buy a beer to do (laughs) an open mic. To do an open mic, I still do open mics.
1: Um, Yeah,
0: you run one, right? um,
1: No, I run a show. show? I don't. I produce. I co-produce a show. It's called the Chani and Cher Show. A lot of people don't understand that reference. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My co-producer's name is Cher And um, we started it I think in June Uh And um, it's a monthly show And we You know, we get awesome comedians And I think Right. It's becoming a thing where people are like, what comedy in Brooklyn with like, it just feels <laughs> it's way more tangible. It's like down the street. It's a free mm. show. Everyone loves comedy. And like they maybe they feel connected because they know me. So they'll come. Right. So it's been so funny. You should actually come our, um, next month if you're available. It's yeah. last. I mean, the last couple of months, it's been like standing room only like a packed room. It's like we might need to get a bigger space. Wow, It's been so great. Um, So, yeah.
0: It's kind of weird to me that there's not so much comedy in Brooklyn, right? There is
1: a lot of comedy in Brooklyn. You just oh, have to there? know where it is. There's oh. tons. You cannot leave Brooklyn and be a full-time comedian. Like, there's so there's so really? many shows. There's shows every night.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Every so night. So, they're like, it's a little bit more underground? Or yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. It's
1: also like, you know, most of my feed in Facebook and Instagram is comedians. So, like, all I see is who's performing where, which wow. is great for my self-esteem, obviously. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but... Um, I don't even, like, know what my friends are up to. It's, like, all comedy, you know? Yeah. It just keeps you motivated.
0: Wow. So can you tell me a little bit how you got into comedy?
1: Um, it's, it's, it's a boring story. Um, <laughs> super boring. I was having lunch with a friend, and yeah. she was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and she was like, what about taking a, a comedy class? This was nine years ago. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. She was like, my friend took it with this teacher, Corey Kahaney, mm-hmm. Manhattan Comedy School. She's amazing. You'll love her. I'm like, okay. So I just signed up that day. I had never won. Mm-hmm. I was 27.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, now I just, if mm-hmm. people know math, reveal. they know how old I am. <laughs> I don't even know math. I'm like, wait, how old does that make me?
0: <laughs> I was like,
1: I hope people are on the same level as me because I have no idea how old I am. Okay. Um, and so I took a class yeah. and... My graduation show was the best night of my life, honestly. Wow. It was like 50 of my friends came out, and I put that, that tape on wow. YouTube, and it like sort of got a little... It got some movement and really? yeah, cause it was nine years ago. No, one, I mean, it's comedy wasn't what it was nine years ago. It wasn't right. as like mainstream right. and it was a great tape. Um, I got a lot of slack for it. People were like, wow, you're so angry, which I was, um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it like, was this from where were you getting this, uh, slack?
1: Um, YouTube, mainly strangers, oh, YouTube. strangers, oh, just comments. People are like, how oh. dare you? You know, you just, you know, if you have issues, go to therapy. It was like, all right, mm-hmm. guys, like tone it down. But that's like Comedy. YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One difference. person wrote die, honey, die, uh, wow. literally in all caps. Um, maybe so they that was saying, interesting. Like,
0: stop, you know, like they're speaking in Hebrew. Die. No, no, no. It was no? D I E. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: <laughs> so that, I mean, I stopped reading the, co- anyways, the point is, um, <laughs> is, That I wasn't planning on being a comedian. I was like, oh, I'm going to take a class. And, like, I had a graduation show, and then I stopped after that. I Mm. did a couple more shows, and then I stopped, and then I started, and I stopped, and I started for a long time. And only in the last two years have I really been like, no, I'm a comedian, I perform comedy, and I'm going to continue doing this. So.
0: Wow. I wonder, do you think that that's like a normal experience?
1: Um, I think everyone has their own journey. I do know some people that have stopped and started a lot. I don't think nine years is a long time to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I just feel so old when I say nine years. <laughs> um, But I also know some people that have started yeah. two years ago and haven't stopped. Right. right so right. like they're just hitting the pavement super hard and that's the only way to do it.
0: Right. I think that's the thing I learned about comedy in my brief <laughs> moments when I've done it, like, is that I think it, what I've learned is, like, it's one of these things where you, if you don't really commit to it, like, a, like really commit to it as a craft, like, you're just, especially in a place like New York, you're just, like, not gonna yeah, move forward, like, and, and not learn enough. Like, you just have to be consistent, and, and it almost feels like a relationship, kind of, if it, that makes sense. Yeah, it feels like you know? a, it's a
1: relationship, but it's also like a job. right. It's right. like a full-time job where it's, like... Right. This is something that I need as much experience as I can get. And the only way to get it is by getting on stage as often as I can. Right. And the hard thing is, is that like, you know, it's, it's late time. It's like late hours. Right, right. Most people have a job they have to w- wake up for in the morning. So it, it takes commitment. It takes commitment. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not even half at the level of like most comedians, like most comedians are doing like three, four shows a night.
0: I know. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
1: It's amazing. It's so inspiring. Uh-huh. And like all they do every morning is like post their schedule of that day. It's not even of the month. It's like, this is where I'll be tonight. It's like, well, do you breathe? You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know how they live. They're amazing. They're super funny because they're getting up all the time and they're
0: right.
1: gaining all that experience.
0: Yeah. Wow. Comedy is such a fascinating role. I'm
1: obsessed with it.
0: Oh yeah? Yeah. Obsessed. So what made that switch? What happened mm. like two years ago? Mm.
1: We don't have, we'll cut
0: down the nine year. uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: doesn't matter. (laughs) I I dated a performer for like three years and I just let them be the center of attention for three years. Super codependent. Yay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So that's why that was like a big, I didn't really perform during that time. Um,
0: Wow. That was TMI. I I
1: just realized no one needed to know that. Uh, No, I actually think that's really interesting because
0: I feel like a lot of.
1: I dated a musician. And so for three years, I saw a lot of live um, music. And I was wow. so bored, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. you know, it's if, if you're not like a music person going to see like, okay, yeah,
0: um, oh, like like consistently going, to yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow, I mean, and it's also interesting me. I feel like that's like tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like for a lot of artists, sometimes we put ourselves near other artists to make ourselves feel like we're artistic mm-hmm. you know because we're like afraid to live yeah. out our own
1: yeah i was scared of my own shadow i was like i'm right. you know i can't do this i'm not i'm not as good as other people let me just let this person shine and i'll be supportive of them and right. i'm like showing up there
0: i feel like that's why like a lot of there's like, not, and I don't, I'm not like denigrating these professions, but I do feel like a lot of people that want to be writers, for example, end up being like editors or agents or something like that or critics. 100%. You know, yeah.
1: I was so scared of being a comedian. And then I dated a comedian for a quick minute. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, I can't be a comedian unless I have them helping me.
0: Oh, wow. Interesting. So you just had these like. Yeah, That's it's hard wow. to just
1: be like, oh, this is me. I'm funny enough. I don't need someone else's support to make it, you know.
0: Wow. That's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like. It's, it's interesting. I think
1: dated is a strong term for what actually went down. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. We hung out for a quick minute. Got it. But you know what I mean. No <laughs>
0: Again, worries. Again,
1: my TMI is probably going to happen the whole time. <laughs>
0: That's so cool. Bad. We can put a warning on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> it's fine. Um, what was I going to say about that? Um, Oh, I totally forgot. I was, I was like, oh,
1: sorry. No, it's oh, all right. about about um, being in the shadows or more about mm. no.
0: I forgot. It's all right. Let's move on. Okay, sweet. <laughs> so then, how did you then so, decide? Like, oh, actually, oh, yeah, that was connected to what I was going to say, which was that it's interesting because you have to to be like committed to something. You also have to be kind of healthy, I think. You know, and there's kind of this misperception that to be. into your art you have to be unhealthy but actually like like what you're describing is like you need some sort of self-confidence and self-belief to be able to do this sort of thing.
1: But you also need a lot of like dark experience. (laughs) Right. Right? Like if my life was amazing I probably Mm. wouldn't need to be a comedian.
0: Mm. Does that make
1: sense? Like my childhood like all of it all of that like pain and suffering comes through and I'm like oh self-deprecating humor is gonna save my life. Wow. Right? So if I had like a picture perfect experience growing up, I probably would have the same perspective that I have and the same need and drive for the attention that I seek or for the, like, not, well, the attention, but also like the need to turn it into humor. Right. Right. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the idea of humor, right? That you're taking something that is maybe absurd or or messed up or something Mm -hmm. and you're transforming it into something that's joyful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I, I think a lot of comedians come from places where like, not specifically broken homes, but like stuff was weird when they were younger on Mm -hmm. some level at some point in their life. And I didn't actually believe that until I'm like, I meet, I'm, you know, you've become friends with the community. You're like, Oh yeah, we're all here for the same reason. You know, (laughs) It, it looks different for everybody.
0: Wow. So you really feel like this is pretty universal?
1: I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's like, a, it's not, I'm not putting us down. It's just like...
0: No, I don't think there's. It's, yeah. There's, uh,
1: I don't know what the word, I don't know how to describe it, but you know what I'm saying. Like Robin Williams was like one of the funniest comedians, but like mm-hmm. he was struggling on a level that we weren't even aware of, you know?
0: Right. No, I mean, I think what's interesting is that, um, I guess... It's something that you hear a lot, right? That like, that there's like darkness underneath so much comedy. There's a lot so of much addiction
1: and, you know, right. disease, you know, like.
0: Yeah, I guess my question is always like, is that for real or is it like a myth? But it sounds like for a lot of people actually say it's really the case. I
1: think it. I think it's pretty accurate. Interesting. I think a lot of comedians come from a place of pain. Wow. I think, I mean, I don't know if that's like stereotyping people and I'm going to get like backlash for saying that. But <laughs> uh, for me, that's been my experience.
0: Yeah. Wow. I didn't
1: wake up and they'd be like, oh my God, I'm funny. I should be, like, I have stories <laughs> to tell. You know what I mean? And right. and the way, and the things that I've been through, it's 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 changed who I am.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really fascinating. I mean, it's funny because uh, we had, you know, I had, we were talking about Flatbush Girl earlier. And it was interesting because like after the show, uh, I was like, wow, that was like much more serious of a discussion than I expected, you know, because she's kind of, in her own way, kind of a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've, you've seen mm-hmm. her, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really like introverted and whatever. And I, and I, and I thought it was so interesting because I feel like um, performers, especially like they just have this. There's a persona, Mm -hmm. especially now, because it's like comedy is such a great example of this, where it seems like that's the person, Mm -hmm. but it's also not the person. And I'm shy. Right. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) No, I'm not joking. I'm shy. Like I,
1: I get very uncomfortable around new people.
0: Right. Meeting
1: new people, like a mingling party, gives me more anxiety than (laughs) I think it should. Right. Um, You know.
0: It's funny because I would, yeah. I also like would prefer. Uh, like being on stage, then, or writing—obviously writing—but like being on stage, even then, having like a one-on-one kind of yeah, intimacy. No, <laughs> no thanks, intimacy is <laughs> the
1: worst. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, but it's—it's the, yeah, it's, there's it's, a vulnerability. Yeah, that
0: is different. Mm-hmm. it's different. It's—it's interesting. Also, how I think for some people, like the artistic—I was actually thinking about this recently. Like how I actually—I used to think this is a, a was only a strength, but I'm starting to see it as maybe also a weakness in the sense that. Um, I'm very good at being vulnerable, like through my art. Like, mm. so, pe- you know, my writing can sometimes be very personal and, or I'm very willing to take criticism. Right. But, of but if
1: someone stops you on the street and was like, oh my God, I loved your article. Uh, you How do you, how does that make you feel?
0: It's funny. It actually took me a while to learn how to behave during those things. Cause I used to, I used to be very weird. I would just be like, oh, uh-huh. Okay. And like, I just didn't know what do you say Yeah, does someone also that knows, like at that time it was so personal. So they knew like everything about me <laughs> and I know nothing about this person who just came up to me. So it was very awkward. And now I've learned, I just have like set questions that I asked them. Like what? Like I'll be like, what's your name? And and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> that's and it a sounds good weird. question. That's a good question. Yeah, Cause it opens it up. Like, cause yeah. now I'm interested in you as yeah. opposed to it. Just yeah. Being-
1: it, it is interesting. Like when people come up to me, they're like, Oh, I love your stuff. And I'm like, in a way it's, they know so much about me and right. I know nothing about them. Yeah. So it's like, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But in a way I set myself up for that. Like I do videos where I'm like singing in the shower, right? <laughs> so it's like, what am I expecting? People are like, oh, I love when you sing in the shower. I'm like, that's private. I'm in the shower. What are you doing? Right. But I. <laughs>
0: How dare you? Yeah, I that's set so myself good. up
1: for that quote unquote intimate connection. Right. Wow. But it's like a, a public forum where anybody can watch that.
0: Right. Wow. That's so interesting. It's, and I think that, I mean, that's also like, it's kind of like a commentary both on digital, like both on art and like our digital lives now, right? Because we're, we're kind of half, like when you're in the shower videotaping yourself, right? You're not like actually with anyone, even though they feel like they are with you. And maybe you kind of imagine that you are, but like in reality, you are holding a phone. (laughs) Right.
1: And I'm like singing alone in a room.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that's. That's like such a. I just think that's such a. It's it's it shows how there's a, it is intimate and yet we're doing it because there's also a distance, right? Like I think. Yeah, I think it's false. I
1: think it's like false intimacy.
0: Right. Are no, Do I want to go fair. dark. No, I'm yeah, just let's kidding. get let's get let's get dark. Let's get dark.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's lonely. I'm 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 naturally a lonely person. I like.
0: And you mean that in a positive way, right? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, you mean that in a negative way? Yeah, I'm like lonely. I I
1: like being around people. You know, those people that like can like be home alone all day and just hang out with themselves. Like I can't, like I need, Um, I thrive by being around other people.
0: Interesting. So you're an extrovert. Yeah, I'm an extrovert. Wow.
1: 100%. And then I like being alone for like three hours, but like...
0: Interesting. Wait, so what, how did that connect? Not that I, I'm trying to How did that come from the showers? It. Yeah, yeah. What's the connection? Oh,
1: though? I was just talking about my loneliness. You're just saying I you thought, just to I thought to it was a good window for me to talk about my personal <laughs> feelings. Were we not, is this not therapy? Sometimes I get confused no, when that's... there's like someone asking me questions. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> No.
0: Um yeah, I got. I mean, yeah. you like
1: no, that's do not. You why do you usually do
0: therapy microphone. in front of a microphone? Sometimes I guess I do. you do actually. Sometimes right? I do.
1: Well, sometimes <laughs> I'll be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I forgot I'm not in therapy." Like, I'm not here to process my feelings. I'm so sorry. I only see her once a week. It's a long gap in between, and sometimes it leaks out.
0: Right. Wow. That's really interesting. So, would you say that maybe part of your if we're going to get dark, let's, you know, okay. let's get real. You can tell me not to. Okay, okay. But if, do you feel like part of the reason you do Instagram and these sort of things is because you're lonely, you know what I'm saying? Um, like in your...
1: Yeah, there's a part, there's a part, I'm going to lose a lot of followers for this. Or maybe <laughs> get more, we don't know, right? Yeah, um, maybe there will be... Yeah. yeah um,
0: it also doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing. Like, right. Well, I actually be... enjoy
1: entertaining people. I think okay. it's really fun.
0: Right.
1: Um, I love making people laugh. That that nothing gives me nothing makes me happier than people tell like than I me knowing that I made somebody laugh. Wow. I don't know where why that is, but that's just always been the case, even from like first grade.
0: Oh wow. So even been- I've
1: always been the class clown, like mm. yeah. I mean
0: Wow.
1: Hi Rachel Pearl and AD Lobkowski, they can all listen in the a- <laughs> Attest to that, but I don't know their married names. I should, but I don't.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll make sure they comment. Yeah, they'll on the... tune in
1: for sure. <laughs> I'll tag them. Um, but yeah, I've always been someone who's like, well, willing to make fun of myself to get other people to laugh.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, I love, I mean, it's so, to me, it's actually really beautiful to hear this kind of con, like, I mean, with comedy, it's really like that, right? This yeah. kind of constant contrast like one second you you're telling me you're lonely but on the other hand you're telling me like i love the experience of of what i'm doing and yeah. making people laugh yeah and, and all these things and there's just like darkness slash hilarity slash yeah positivity yeah it's amazing
1: thanks yeah. <laughs> i'm not lonely right now
0: oh right the second <laughs> in this not. moment should we, we do like a regular podcast to what to, should we do like a regular we, podcast I, that
1: would be really helpful for my uh <laughs> yeah. Emotional health.
0: Got it. <laughs> okay, sounds good.
1: <laughs> I'm very available.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, so, wow. Okay, so do you feel like you've gotten, like, ha- has it helped you to be more, to do more comedy? Like, emotionally speaking, like, do you feel like that's helped you in that regard? Like, since it's been two years, right? So, I yeah. mean, that's kind of, like, long enough that you could tell maybe a difference. In, in your, terms of? In terms of your, like, personal emotions you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah
1: like no your so, well-being yeah my well-being in general or on stage it, like, like
0: emotionally speaking You know what
1: I'm saying? um yeah i feel way more connected to myself this mm. is gonna sound it just doesn't even make sense but like if i haven't <laughs> gotten on stage in a couple of days like i feel weird
0: no now. i totally
1: i i it's like i i feel disconnected i'm like what's my purpose in life like i have no meaning like i need
0: yeah.
1: to be on stage Stage.
0: Yeah. What's interesting is that for me, like when I started writing regularly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, first I, I had that experience. Like I would stop writing and be like, what, who, what, where, what? Yeah. And then the other experience that I had was kind of realizing that I think I kind of felt like that until mm-hmm. I started writing regularly. It wasn't like the writing necessarily created that. It was more like the writing brought me finally to a place where I felt healthier. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's for everyone, but I think... Like, I think maybe kind of both, in a sense, if if that makes sense. Like, it's kind of filling something that we have been looking for. And didn't a even know artists. that
1: you had, like, something missing. Yeah, right, exactly. Because
0: yeah. it's interesting, because I think most people don't necessarily look at art that way, as, like, something...
1: That needs to happen.
0: Right. I have a right. friend
1: who's a, a writer, and, like, she actually gets... Like, she feels sick if she's not writing. Mm. She needs to be creating.
0: Right. I get grumpy. I get, like, yeah. angry at people. And then, and then I'm like, it'll be a few days later, and I'll be like, why am I getting, like, so pissy at people. Yeah. Like constantly. And I'm like, oh, I haven't ridden in like three days or something. Yeah. And and it's like, and the moment I start writing again, it's like starts. It's sort to, of like
1: exercise, you know, like if someone's right. used to exercising and then they don't exercise, you feel like j- right. clogged up or something. And from exercises- what I hear from people who exercise. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's also I mean I feel I feel like that's uh like an exercise is a perfect example of this thing that you don't necessarily like if you're not doing it. You don't necessarily think you need it, but we all kind of do. Yeah, need to do it. Oh, if this turns into
1: a a health (laughs) podcast, I'm gonna have to leave because I haven't exercised in a while. Yeah, don't worry. Neither of us are experts on this. I I used to, and then I was like, eh, I don't know. Right. I used to be obsessed with it, and but
0: we're uh, we're exercising something else, which I think is really important. Like I think that's. Like not that we should, uh, I, like I do think yeah. we should exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's but say that I, for
1: another time. Yeah,
0: we'll talk. That'll be another podcast. But um, in our next session. But okay. I think um, into it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I do think like it's a perfect analogy in yeah. a sense because it's. You
1: so know. I remember I used to run like four times a week, right? And I yeah. was thinking like, how did I ever not run four times a week?
0: But now right. it's been
1: two years and I haven't run <laughs> in two years. And I'm like, how did I ever run? Why would I run four times a week? That's crazy.
0: <laughs> it's
1: just like where your head's at, right?
0: Right, right.
1: I, w- I, w- I didn't miss it for like four
0: years. Wow, interesting. And then
1: I hurt my knee and I was like, I can't run. Right. Which makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, um. this is going to, speaking of TMI, I. <laughs> I uh, please get on board. I dance past tense, in my room as my workout. Like, I would just dance. I would listen to music in yeah. my headphones and dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and at a certain point, my, my landlord was like, because peop- they had re- rented out short-term to people. Yeah. So he's like, people are, like, really complaining that there's something, like really violent happening upstairs (laughs) and like so so I had to stop yeah and uh, then I was just like "Ah, I'm not gonna work out (laughs) so that's where I'm at right now yeah yeah
1: (laughs) it's hard once you get out of the rhythm it's yeah, out of your routine
0: so it's interesting so like taking that back to creativity I think that's why so many of us kind of cling to the routine of it because we know yeah like that we need it like in a sense um and especially once it gets tied up into your you know your career or your life or something then it's a, a whole other story as well um So it's cool. It's cool that you're doing that and that you're growing so much. That's like amazing. I love it.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I feel lucky that I have the willingness to keep showing up for it because it's so easy to be like, well, am I really going to be as big as Ellen DeGeneres? Probably not. So why am I keep doing this? Right. (laughs) But it's like, maybe I will. Who knows? But even if I don't, it's like, it's filling something right right now for me that feels good and I'm going to keep doing it until it doesn't.
0: Mm. Yeah. I feel like that is one of the key things that we miss a lot, right? Is intrinsic worth to the things we're doing, yeah. like understanding that there's a a a reason to do something that's not just about the audience or not just about our success or something like that. You know, um, I remember I, when I would go to writers' conferences, I would always hear like the first question they would ask, you know, when they'd have like a panel of writers, mm-hmm. like published writers, they'd be like, how do you get published? And it was like the first question. And the writers were always like, focus on yourself first. like, yeah. And that was good advice, I think. I mean, like, there would be a few that would focus on it. But, like, the truth was, if you're not doing it for yourself, yeah. you yeah. know, then you're never going to get to that place, really. Yeah. You know? So that's cool. It's healthy. I feel like I'm just telling you a bunch of statements after. <laughs>
1: you're like, this is going to be a TED Talk now. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you bring Thank a you pen? Thank you for listening to my podcast, Yeah, Connie. take
1: notes. Did you bring a pen?
0: <laughs> um. Why don't you tell me something? I'll just I'm just gonna leave it um, open because I'm running out of uh, stuff. You really? I have no material. No. Left. Right.
1: Um. <laughs> I don't know. I I lost my job like a couple months ago, and <laughs> okay. no, now I'm serious. I'm just
0: gonna go. No, talking. Know, Yeah, you're just. And talking. so I That's cool. I,
1: yeah. I was devastated, and now it's been like amazing. It's been so great. I'm like, I don't want to ever go back
0: to work. <laughs> um. Are you Are you like able to do like? To work like through your comedy to a certain not extent, not really. Yeah, not yet.
1: Hard. Amir Tashem.
0: Yeah, one day.
1: That's that means all. one day for the people that don't know what <laughs> Amir Tashem means. It means God willing.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: God's willing, I just have to be. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um actually, okay. Now I'm, I'm actually that reminds me that I'm so curious about your connection. If there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the from world, but also with your. Like choice to go to comedy. Like I mean, there's so you have like multiple identities here to talk about, right? So yeah. I'm curious what the connection is between all of them. Like
1: when you say identities, what do you Well,
0: mean? I mean, I think like as a comedian you spoke quite a bit about being about being lesbian and then
1: I think I have never used the word lesbian.
0: Did you not? <laughs> no. Are you serious? No, I say Should I was that uh, that's wrong okay. of me? To it's say not that? wrong.
1: Um I just say is queer.
0: It, queer is Yeah. Okay.
1: For lesbian... some reason, I actually
0: said that because I thought that was Dafka oh, what you said. Dafka,
1: I didn't say lesbian. That's so funny. Um, okay. Because I don't identify as a lesbian. Um, okay. I date men and women.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank I'm you.
1: open to dating both. Got it. Um, yeah.
0: It's so interesting. I'm like, it's it's weird that I, I think of myself as like an ally, right? We try to think and then I'm like, someone will come up, like we, you know, and I run events, for example, like at Havria and we have queer people that come and, and, you know, every now and then someone will be like, you, you realize that like you said this thing that was like, you know, might've hurt someone's feelings or something like that. Or, or you use the wrong pronouns. Yeah. And it's just like, it's something, yeah. you have to like constantly educate yourself yeah. about. A
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Welcome to my Ted talk. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> but people are like, something. Oh, so
1: you're bisexual. I don't really? consider myself bisexual. Right. I consider myself queer. Even when I was, when mm. I was in a relationship with a woman, I didn't consider myself a lesbian.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I never called myself a lesbian. So
0: why do you? Are I'm we actually gonna, fa- I'm curious. You're fascinated. I am fascinated. I also repeat the word "fascinated" way too much on this podcast. Okay. It's a huge problem that I have. So, so.
1: I'll stay away from that word. You can have it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm curious why you choose queer over because queer bisexual. feels
1: more of an umbrella. Yeah. Right. I right, I right. fall I it's not about specific genders. Like I would, I'm attracted right. to trans people too. Right? right. So it's not just men and women. I'm attracted to trans. So it's like more right. of an umbrella. It's more inc- inclusive. I, right. I feel like, and lesbian is very limiting mm-hmm. for me as a person who's not a lesbian.
0: Um. <laughs> that makes sense. That would be limiting. So yeah. Call yourself yeah. That. Okay. And
1: I date men yeah. and I'm open to that. Cool. Um, even though my hair is super short, you know, like people are like, <laughs> Oh, you're so gay. I'm like, no, I just, well, first of all, I have a history with my hair falling out. So, like, I just keep it short now just to, like, also it looks better, I think. Um, And there are men who are interested in dating women who have short hair. So that's cool for me. Um,
0: (laughs) Got it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I'm sorry about that, that I got Oh, no, that's okay. You're
1: probably going to edit it out, right? No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) This is, like, the best part of the podcast. (laughs) Completely, yeah. I think it's, like, actually really instructive, I think, you know, for people to hear how this, yeah. these conversations go. Yeah, you know I, I, think,
1: I think a lot of people don't n- know the difference and they just assume right. like, oh, you're attracted to women, you're, you're a lesbian. Like, right. that's not how it works, especially in 2018. You know, there are people right. that don't even want to have genders anymore. Like my I have family members who are just like, call me they. And, you right. know, we have to respect that. So there's yeah. a lot to learn.
0: Yeah, that's really so. Yeah, so I guess like going back to the question of before I derailed it by completely getting your identity <laughs> yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. was uh, like, how do you feel like that? Or I'm curious if there was a connection between like comedy and your queer identity, and obviously your from identity and leaving yeah. the from world. All yeah. these, yeah, yeah,
1: there's a lot there. I, I yeah. have a lot. Um, I mean. I think the only time that I felt like I quote unquote left the community was when I was in a relationship with a woman. I didn't, I wasn't associating with my Judaism. I wasn't really connected to it on a day-to-day level, but also on like a bigger level. I just like, wasn't feeling it. I had a lot of anger and, um, over the years, thank God like that has softened and I have found like my connection to my Judaism, my Yiddishkeit. Um, and it comes from a place of love and like, like a desire for it. Like I look forward to Shabbos in a way that like I probably never expected myself to. Right. Right. Um, I don't do comedy on Shabbos and I, I treat it like a day to reflect and be thankful for the the fact that I was born a Jew and I have this time to like have downtime and disconnected time. Yeah. I'm not Shomer Shabbos in the literal sense of the way people consider it, you know, but I don't, treat Friday night and Saturday night like regular days.
0: I mean, and that's like a huge sacrifice as a comedian. To it not is. Perform it on is because a
1: lot of the good shows are on Friday night.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I, I just made that decision. I don't even know when I made it. And I just, it just, it, it's work. It's a job. Even if I'm not getting paid, it's like my craft and I want to keep it separate. Wow. Thank God the clocks just changed. So Saturday nights are now open <laughs> right. for, for doing comedy on Saturday nights. Wow. Um,
0: that's really interesting. But
1: it, I mean, there was a time when I was doing comedy on Chavez, but I just like wouldn't publicize it. But then I was like, if I wouldn't put like, why, what am I doing? Like, it just, it just, mm. I, I trust that there's enough comedy opportunities in the world that I don't need to be doing it on Friday night to get to the next level. And maybe that's naive, but it it, like, I was asked to do a show this Friday night and I was like, I can't. Wow. I, I just, like, I don't want to be in the city holding a microphone. I'll hold a microphone. Yeah. It's not like I'm, like, not touching Muxa, but, like, I just want to be at a Shabbos table.
0: So you're, like, going to meals, yeah. meals that sort of thing? Yeah. Do you go to shul or anything? No. Like that? <laughs> yeah, <okay>. that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't really go to shul that often. Yeah. Um,
0: no, so I'm, I'm just, it's like... It's so
1: weird. I don't even yeah. understand where I come from and how I make sense of it in my head. But to me, it makes sense.
0: You know, it's interesting. I have this friend um, who he recently decided to not be Orthodox. And the story, it might be actually been published on Hebrew. it was a really kind of interesting story. And he's like, was a rabbinical student. He dropped out of rabbinical school. And it was because of just like a really painful experience he had basically, um, like personal painful experience, not, it was anyway. So the point was that he, I was like, oh, it's interesting because you're still keeping Shabbos and you're still doing this and, and you're still like speaking at places and stuff. So, and organizing things so Who, why him? The, the guy okay. yeah i'm speaking to him in this okay. scenario and i was like um so like what do you consider yourself if you don't consider yourself orthodox and he said oh we call ourselves from jews <laughs> I was from? Like, yeah he's just like yeah we're just like him and his wife decided they're from jews which i thought was like such a funny fascinating okay, see fascinating uh way of describing himself as like not orthodox and yet from um uh, maybe like the kind of and and I think the point being that it seems to me like I'm I'm seeing at least in my world like a lot more people accepting the vagueness of yeah. their identities.
1: Yeah, I I consider myself like I'm not religious. I'm not Orthodox, but I'm Chabad.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. That's such a perfect example of yeah. that. And I actually think there's a lot of Chabad people like that. Yeah, um, like in a growing group of people yeah. like that. Because there's um, like an attachment to the Rebbe and, and It's not things. even
1: the Rebbe so like, much. It's more just like, I don't know. Honestly, like when we sing Shalom Aleichem and Esha's Chao, like I close my eyes and I just feel connected to something bigger than me on a level that like I can't even describe. Like sometimes I'll just sit there and cry because I'm so grateful for the willingness to like be open to that experience and not shut it out like I did for so many years. I was like, it's just another day. It's just another day. I don't care. Wow. You know? Yeah. I dated someone who wasn't Jewish. So, like, it was just another day. And I had to pretend that I didn't care. And that was really painful. And so, when I got out of that relationship, I was like, I'm never doing that again. Shabbos is Shabbos. However, it's supposed to look, however, it's going to look for me.
0: Interesting. So, it's funny because when you first told me that, um, that you stopped when you started dating a woman, I thought that you were kind of saying that maybe like the community or something was not. No, it had nothing to do
1: with the community. It had to do with my own inner stuff that I was working through.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: I I went to Shabbos meals with her a couple times, and I brought her around, and I brought her around like she's a pet. Um, <laughs> sorry about that, uh, but like it wasn't even them; it was more me. I was just like, no, mm, mm,
0: yeah.
1: And I had some other stuff happening, you know, and in, like internal stuff that I was working through.
0: So you felt? Do you do you feel like you've felt relatively accepted? As yes. You've... Yeah. Wow. That's, I did. That's great.
1: Yeah. She was great. People loved her. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, please don't come if you're going to bring your girlfriend. Yeah. Um.
0: And and you felt also, like, personally. Yeah,
1: but I just didn't, I didn't care about Shabbos. I was like, eh. Right. I actually didn't, it wasn't Shabbos. We only did, like, the high holidays. So, like, it was, like, Sukkot. It was Pesach. It wasn't Shabbos. Shabbos was another day. It was just, like. Yeah. She was usually whatever. I don't want
0: to talk about. <laughs> no worries, but um, no. So it's it's interesting. That, so for you, is mo- mostly like an internal. Yeah, it was all internal. I
1: was like I don't, I, I I didn't want to be a part of it.
0: Wow. And then, so is there like a place there in the narrative with comedy? Like was that connected at all to your? I experience? wasn't
1: really doing comedy then. Right. I was in a dark place. I was going through a lot. This was like six or seven years ago. So this was a long time ago. Wow. I was in a really dark place, and like healing from trauma and stuff like that, yeah so i needed I needed to just like I kept my world pretty small, wow mhm, so like the like the fact that I do what I do today, Hani seven years ago would have been like no fucking way, no <laughs> way, like i couldn't even post a picture of myself. I was so self-conscious about what people were thinking about me. I mm. I was so it wasn't even insecure. It was just like I was broken. I was like a broken person mm. who was like healing and then I was like thought of doing anything public was like I couldn't get on stage. I couldn't barely
0: wow. Yeah.
1: So that relationship basically it saved me cuz it like kept me like in this safe little place. But then when it was over, I was like, "Oh. Okay, mm. that was I definitely needed that experience, but I I want to get to a place where I can be, you know, entertaining people, making people laugh and, like, get back to who I am.
0: Wow. And so it sounds like, if anything, the connection between comedy and Yiddishkeit is, like, that they were both, they're both part of who you are and you're, like, kind of going back mm-hmm. to being who you were, Yeah. Who, who you are. Yeah. That's really interesting. Did we just go deep? We got deep. We got <laughs> deep. That was good. That was yeah. your TED talk that time. Yeah. Thanks for cool. tuning
1: in, guys. We'll be here every Tuesday. Oh, is this Tuesday or Wednesday? I love not having a job. I have no idea what day it is. What day is it? Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. But also it'll be known out. as the day I put on pants. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, too far from the mic. Okay.
0: You can move the mic if you want to oh. chill with the oh. mic. You can totally do Whoa, that.
1: Oh, this is next level. This is amazing. I can sit back?
0: You can sit back. Sit back all you want. Take it can still hear me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: You feel comfy? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Good? I'm into so it's, it. It's been 40 minutes, but now <gasps> you feel comfy. Wow. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, we're making progress. Okay. We're doing well. Okay. It's about TED Talk length so Yeah. Far.
1: Yeah. Usually they're like seven because that's my attention span for anything <laughs> right. in the world. That's a good the point. fact that people listen and not like I'm not putting people down, but like I find yeah. it hard to listen to a full podcast sometimes because my attention yeah. span is so short.
0: I always like say on this podcast that I'm amazed that even one person listens to it because it's like, how, how, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Like if people yeah, listen to yeah. an hour. Of me how talking many, to somebody. Yeah,
1: how many yeah. people listen to this? I just interrupted you. I'm sorry.
0: I feel like I can't, I feel like I shouldn't. I don't know. It feels weird to share it on the podcast. Okay, you'll tell, tell you me after. after. Okay, yeah.
1: so more than one.
0: It is more than one.
1: Okay, cool, Yeah, cool, cool.
0: It's more than one and less than three. <laughs> it's my well, mom and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> just joking
1: that's amazing <laughs> although hi <they're> mom <laughs>
0: yeah she's definitely listening there's no question I don't even about
1: that. My, okay anyways <laughs> um so yeah that's where i'm at i um i don't know what i was gonna say i was gonna plug you my, sounded like you were about i know i was to about really... to plug my availability for like but I don't think that's what this Oh my is God, for. you should totally do that.
0: That would be amazing. Let's do yeah. it. What if this leads to... I
1: mean, I feel like it could.
0: Let's do it. Let's I do wrote this. an
1: article for you guys yeah, that I was know. about losing my hair. And, you know, I think people that like had a wide reach and people... People were...
0: loved that. Yeah. And it, that blew my mind. That was like literally the same week of the writing yeah. show. And I didn't even realize it. Yeah, you know? but um, And now
1: we're going to be connected for life. Probably, I'm assuming. Because I'm f- coming every Tuesday.
0: Yes. Yeah, okay. of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> of course we are. Yeah, and we'll be doing joint TED talks. Yeah, great.
1: We were supposed to do comedy together. I know, and that didn't happen. But I'm, I'm happy to hear that you were doing it. You just I was, and then I
0: stopped, and I feel bad. Yeah, but that's how you end up still not going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just have to
1: get right back on it. Right. I'm, I'm talking to you and myself because it's been a couple days for me. Yeah, I performed at my friend's wedding this past weekend. Really? She had me do stand up at her wedding
0: wow so fun. how was that it was so great yeah
1: yeah that's really it wasn't cool that like you did that. at the reception they had like an after party
0: yeah that's so interesting that's cool yeah wow i think uh like comedians are kind of naturally made for stuff like that
1: yeah i know? was like oh there's a <laughs> microphone please let me hold it <laughs> no she asked me i didn't yeah. just like grab the mic and start <laughs> <Got it>. talking <laughs> that's probably not welcome
0: so wait, so tell us about your availability. For oh, 조금. okay.
1: So yeah, I <laughs> I have a hard time saying my age because I feel well, I, like okay, I'm right. so much younger than I actually am.
0: Right. Like, so nine I, years ago, you were 27. Let's put it that way.
1: I'm 37.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So maybe nine years ago, I was... Tw- I don't... 20. Guys, can we get a calculator 20. in here? <laughs>
0: 28. Yeah,
1: I'm an English major. I, <laughs> I am 37. And I look like I'm, I'm not bragging. I just don't look 37. Right, right. right. You look Did on, you yeah. think I was 37? No,
0: I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I'm 37. And when I hear about like dating older, I'm like, people are like, oh, they're 40. I'm like, 40? That's crazy. It's like, oh, but I'm 37. It's appropriate. It's age appropriate, right? <laughs> right. It feels like, in my mind, I'm still 26. It's like, why right. would I go out with a 40-year-old? That's so weird. Right. <laughs> So yeah, I'm open to dating older if you're not like 47. Right.
0: right. Um,
1: I do tend to get along better with younger people, but mm-hmm. who knows? You know, I don't know what God has in store. Got and it. this is like an open casting call, right? It's like this men, is... women. We don't even know. The age range is like oh my god. What's yeah. the age range? What's appropriate? I don't even know. Like. What, what do you think? I would say 30.
0: 30. Twenty two. Thirty to forty. Twenty two lowest. <laughs> <laughs> got it Wow. Well, this is uh, this is all very interesting um, I would say thirty
1: so, to forty
0: got it, and it could be man, woman, transgender, mm mm-hmm. okay, got it it's a, and it's actually interesting. I literally had a conversation with someone today who left the chabad community who but she's looking for a guy, but um, but she, she was thinks looking
1: she's looking for him. no I'm kidding, I'm kidding, <laughs> that's not my style,
0: <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. I
0: was like, I'll no, transition no and response. I'll go out with you. Yeah, her. there's no response I could give that would not come off as like like, I don't know, misogynistic or something. Right. right. You so know? don't say anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. But yeah. um but it was interesting to me how it was like, you know, that like what you said, you're not orthodox, but you're Chabad. Right. It was kind of similar with her. She was like, I don't she's like she started to realize that she was dating, you know, secular people, but she didn't feel connected yeah. to them. Yeah. And
1: it's just, it's, it's, it's a touch. It's a, I want to be in a relationship where I can sing Avram Freed and the person doesn't think I'm insane. <laughs> right? Is that so hard to ask? <laughs> it is. Cause it's, <laughs> cause where am I going to find that? It's probably why I'm alone. Right?
0: Wow.
1: I'm very Jewish, but I don't keep it in the way that most people keep it.
0: Yeah. But I'm
1: very connected to it and it's a big part of my life. But wow. I, there's, got, I mean, that's. If, I'm not the only person that's like this. There's no way.
0: No, I actually really don't think that's the case. I mean, one of the things, like, that's that's one of the funny things about Hevria, like, was that we started having this, like, community of people that I didn't expect, you mm. know? I thought, okay, it would be, like, a bunch of Balichuva who love art and and are, like, missing it from their past life, because that was my experience, like...
1: Are you a Balichuva? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. explains everything. <laughs>
0: I'm curious what the everything means. You're yeah.
1: way more like down to earth and <laughs> less judgmental and open minded mm-hmm. than someone who was okay, I'm now I'm not okay. I don't want to be stereotypical. You just like
0: uh, pissed off half my listeners. Really? I'm just, really? Joking. I'm just joking. no, it's no, fine. no. You just have like
1: you also <laughs> but, like, you know, the political view. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I actually think that's interesting because yeah, there's a whole thing there in the sense of me. I also kind of had that experience of you know changing my my who i am and then like in terms of like culture i mean and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden being like wait but there's this stuff from my past i used to think it was just my creativity but then it was like oh no actually there's all that stuff like you know why should i have to give up being liberal and being against racism and blah blah blah," like all these things um yeah so anyway wait so you
1: were saying how how you thought that the Audience would be uh, the for mm-hmm. would be like, Oh, yeah.
0: So I thought it would just be these Belchu because that was my experience. That was kind yeah. of the people who started it. A lot of them were like that. And then we started to get, you know, people who ba- basically like it, it started to become a thing where people who just don't have the kind of Judaism that they're hoping for somewhere, mm-hmm. like, kind of come to in the sense of, and not just like people who are who are just like whatever, but like people who are genuinely interested in their Judaism kind of, tr- but there's like no space for them. And so all of a sudden you have a person like Hani Lisbon or you have other people, be- or this person who called me, was Africa connected to me because of Havria. Like, yeah, and just because there's no other place. I mean, I'm not that Havria's is the only place, but it's cool to kind of see that happen. Yeah. Because I think, you know, one of the things we don't realize is how much I feel like a lot of times when we talk about, for example, people who leave the community, like, it's just left at that. Like, that's their identity.
1: Yeah. You know, even yeah. among
0: that world, like, yeah. to a certain extent. And then there's this forgotten piece that there's also who they are and yeah. what they're hoping Yeah. Th- to I don't feel and,
1: I don't actually consider myself like left the community. Right. I'm in the community. Yeah, you
0: sound much more yeah. in the community than I stereotyped you as, yeah. you know.
1: Like I'm at a meal every Friday night
0: yeah. in Crown
1: Heights or somewhere. Yeah, you and know? you don't
0: feel rejected by the community no, and you don't feel No. Wow. No. That's beautiful. Not at all. And we're trying to find you a shit. Thank on you, the guys. I, I mean,
1: that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is like actually maybe the ideal audience for that. That'd be cool. But um yeah, so I think like I think we're really starting to come into a world where there are people who love who they are as Jews Mm. and are not letting other people kind of define it. Yeah. And that's creating a whole new kind of Judaism, I think. Because I think even in the secular world, Judaism is kind of... Not secular, the non-Orthodox world is a better way of putting it. like um, is kind of packaged as something. Um, It's different, but it's packaged as something. Yeah. And so to be able to be like, no, here's my... Judaism that I'm creating, you know, yeah. um, this guy, I'm not Orthodox. I'm from, you know, yeah, like these it, sorts feels, of things. it also
1: feels more personal because
0: mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. we're
1: doing, we're connecting to the things that make us feel good and not like out of like, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's an api card, like picking and choosing what we like, maybe isn't considered the best, but it's like better than not doing anything. Right. So it's like, maybe some people would be like, well, if you're not keeping Shabbos then like, well, why are you even at a meal? Like who cares? Right.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like when you said that, when you at first, like you were, you were kind of self criticized. I don't know if it was genuine or yeah. not, but like the self-criticism, like um, I feel like that is, it's something that's kind of like, it's this taught thing of like, if you're not like this kind of person, mm-hmm. Then what are you doing? You know, and yeah. it's such a Yetzirah thing. It's not a you're not apikor. It's like the opposite. You're if you're uh, trying to tap into who you are, yeah, and and you're trying to do it in a really genuine way. Then like saying like what are you doing when you're? How dare you like identify as a Jew? And <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, that was and, the inner critic in me. Yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, yeah. and it's so interesting because it's also unfortunately in the outer mm-hmm. world as well. Yeah, and yeah. I have this thing recently I've been thinking about called perfectionist Judaism. Okay. Where we expect ourselves to be. Oh, are we doing live right now? No,
1: I'm not going to go live. I'm just oh, going to record. Oh, okay. For 15 seconds.
0: But now I feel awkward. No,
1: no. So then talk... I won't.
0: Should maybe you should. <laughs> you go.
1: You, I'm not. I'm not going to do
0: anything. No, if you want, you can't totally, I'm just joking. But um, I'm half joking. But I feel like I'm. There's a certain thing called like 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 I've come to call perfectionist Judaism, where we okay. expect ourselves to be um you know like having we should be able to weather any storm you know as jews we should be willing to experience anything difficult like or we should be able to accept like have to follow everything without uh any problems you know what i'm saying Um, no matter how many difficulties we face if that makes sense yeah and i feel like it's very unhealthy You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, it's setting ourselves up for major disappointment, right? I mean...
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it with your art, like if you thought of yourself as like you are only going to be... You're only... You're only worthy as an artist if you become Ellen Degeneres, or if right. you're performing a million times every Madison night and whatever. Yeah, or even or even like at your at whatever level you are. Like if you're not performing like everyone around you, and then you might as well give up, right? Like a lot of people. And would I actually did for a
1: long time. That that was my driving force. I would listen to that voice, and now I'm yeah. just like, oh, I have a path. I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. Right. I got asked to do like a random Jewish fundraiser last week. It was oh, like yeah? so not what i would have been available for but i was like yeah it sounds great you know it was like a crowded sukkah in november (laughs) or october whatever you know it was like and it was so fun i had such a good time that's beautiful but it's you know it's not caroline's on broadway it's not gotham yeah but it was you know i had 10 minutes on stage which is amazing
0: yeah yeah that's really great. Yeah. it's really, And I think that's kind of this idea of like, I just see so much connection between like being religious and spiritual and being an artist because um, we often tell ourselves the same like dangerous lies, you know, in either one, um, you know, that I'm not enough if I'm doing it this way or I'm not, you know, uh, or, and other people also reinforce it. And, mm-hmm. th- and I think that's true with both. Art and spirituality. So it's so cool that you're kind of. It's amazing to me to hear your story because it's kind of like you've discovered that in both your Judaism Mm. and your comedy.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like a
1: really like you can't say you feel spiritual, but like I, I feel
0: lucky. I don't know.
1: It's like sort of like not humbling thing to say. I feel like I don't know. I consider myself a spiritual person. I I pray every morning. (laughs) I meditate. You I, pray every morning? Yeah.
0: Wow. And you meditate? Yeah.
1: Wow. Every morning. And I do that because not to be better than anybody, just so that I can be okay in my skin. Like it helps me. So I do it. It makes me feel better.
0: Wow. And do you realize like how that connected back to the comedy thing? Like how we were saying, like you're first realizing like that you have to do your comedy for yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not only about where you're at or how much success you have. No. Like it's, you have a need for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're saying that it's the same thing with Yiddish. Cutting.
1: Yeah. Mind blown emoji is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. I uh I feel really lucky. A lot of mornings I wake up feeling pretty grateful, like, oh my god, like this is I get to do this, right? Yeah. I get to have this experience.
0: Now are we talking about comedy or are we talking about both. Yiddishkeit. Wow. It's so, oh, I love oh. that. This is like, this is good. This is like
1: a for Farbringan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. It's so funny. Wow. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Mm, I'm, I have nothing else left because okay, that was amazing. Great. Um, and we're basically at the end.
1: We're basically at the end. Um, <laughs> this is sad because I have to leave now. This is the best part of my day. Yeah? I'm kidding. It's fine. Don't worry. I have other things You're- to do. <laughs>
0: I would feel uh, good that it's the best. Part yeah, of your day, yeah, no, but this but, is for <laughs> sure.
1: This is for sure the highlight. It's so fun. Um,
0: it doesn't uh, have to be. I, I would not take it personally if it wasn't though. It's cool.
1: No, no, no. This was great. Yeah. Um, how do I tell people where to listen to this? Yeah, I right mean, the now. people that are listening oh. to it are listening to it, so right. they know where to find it. But like, That's how true. do I tell people that? I know who so, don't know about Hevria.
0: I'll tell them. I'll tell you after. Okay,
1: sweet. We don't need to and waste time on. Why this. don't we
0: tell people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where to find you? Oh, sweet. Yeah, who are find me to the podcast. Yeah, right? find me.
1: Uh, I think the best way for you to continue on my journey mm-hmm. right now is through Instagram. It's Hani underscore Lisbon, mm-hmm. and I also have another channel on Instagram where I film people on the train, really? and then I add funny captions. That's what I, just a full circle where I talked about getting in trouble for filming people. I mean, trouble is a big, <laughs> loose term, but it's called Good Morning From Me, and it's all one word. Good morning from me. Got
0: it. And
1: um, funny videos of people I see on the train. Yeah. Um, but Chani Lisbon is where I post all my comedy and promote my shows, and the next show is Sunday, November 18th. Okay. So a week from Sunday, yeah, and it's at the Branded Saloon, which is a uh, six hundred three Vanderbilt on Vanderbilt and Bergen, right in Prospect Heights. And it's a free show, so a lot of Jews listening. You don't have to pay a cover <laughs> or a drink minimum. <laughs> nice. You can just come and have free comedy in a really cute bar. Wow. And, and this is and the Chani and Share, the Chani and Share show. Yeah, wow. so we have it monthly. So it's the third Sunday of every month. So this one is d- November eighteenth, and then the the one after that is like December. Something The third Sunday in December
0: Cool
1: And my address No, I'm kidding
0: (laughs) (laughs) My phone number
1: (laughs) Um, No, Hani Lisbon Is definitely a good place To keep in touch with me About my shows And my, you know
0: And also, uh, I mean I'm a fan of your Insta stories Oh yeah I I do daily
1: weather reports Do you watch those? Yeah Okay, great Yeah, I do daily (laughs) weather reports I sing in the shower (laughs) I, you know, I take requests for songs. People don't know that. But if you have a specific (laughs) song that you feel compelled for me to sing, I will do that. Um, (laughs) And just, like, random funny things of my day, I try to make, find the funny, you know? Things that make me laugh, I try to share.
0: I try to keep my
1: Insta story uh, interesting and fascinating. Word is for you. Uh, But, like, also just, like, not boring. I don't want to show you what I'm eating. Like, to me, like, who cares what I'm having for lunch, you know? Like, but I'd Mm. rather show you, like... You know uh the person on the train who's sitting in front of me who like looks ridiculous whatever it is <laughs> you know what i mean like i'd rather do that got it or just make fun of myself um yeah so this was so fun thank you so much for having me
0: it was my pleasure really it was such a great that was great yeah we're yeah. good we i mean come on we had a for bringing yeah it we
1: did here. have a the, hashem was here i felt hashem it was <laughs> here.
0: thank you so much
1: thank you again
0: Thank you for listening to Hevriya Cast. I'm Aladne Harai. If you'd like to hear more and read more of our work, you can follow us by going to Hevriya.com or facebook.com slash We've been recording at the Kalal Studios in New York City, and the music that you're hearing is Voice Lessons by Darshan. Thank you so much. and We look forward to seeing and hearing from you again i yeah.